Welcome to the Free Bootas Network. Hi, this is Evan Track for the Free Bootas Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. But first, a quick message from the head geek himself, Terrace Cassidy. Terrace would like you to know that there's currently an ongoing Indiegogo campaign to help save the home of Gary Gygax, the birthplace of D&D. If you're interested in helping to save the Gygax home, please refer to the Indiegogo campaign link that's available in the show notes. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 79 of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is JF. Hello, Matt. Matt, who I've met in person, Matt. You have met me in person before this DeftCon. Oh. And Amy. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, so we're going to do our DeftCon wrap-up episode. Uh, JF and I did get to hang out a little bit, and the last thing he said to me was, nice to finally meet you in person, completely forgetting that, one, we did a live show about six adepticons ago and that was i hand that you and that i hand delivered a mechanicus codex to him in montreal was that you <laughs> but anyway <laughs> i i do now remember the hand delivery you were at dreamhack i think or something yes, like I that was. yeah yeah um yeah but that was the first time we played a game that is true and to be yeah. fair like seven adepticons six or seven adepticons ago was a lifetime a ago. A lifetime. And wh- when was that recording? Was it on a Saturday night? Oh, uh, yeah. You were definitely <laughs> drunk during that recording. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Friday afternoon and Saturday night are not where when you want to have a lasting impression on me. <laughs> That's the, the live show where I brought a uh, checked a 48-pound bag of black, black library books on the way out. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, back in the day when we wanted to get rid of Black Library books because we were getting too many. And now I just <laughs> want them all back because I need them for something. <laughs> so we're going to do our Adepticon wrap-up show. Um, we had I had a great weekend. I, I think JF did do. Um, as we mentioned in our last episode, Amy, unfortunately, was not able to make it. But she had some interesting experiences of her own. I was living vicariously. I was... I was... So I, I will say I was psyched to see that they actually had um, a, a social media person for Adepticon this year who was like walking around and talking to people and they posted all kinds of stuff and like pictures and stuff. So I'm just sitting there on my computer, in my pajamas, being sad, looking at looking at stuff. But I mean, like, so, so you know, it's Hobby New Year. It's Hobby New Year. Um, I know Games Workshop tried to get us on the New Year New Army back in January, but we're on the Adepticon calendar here. That's right. Exactly. And uh, so, you know, we're Orthodox Adepticons. So it's, <laughs> it's Hobby New Year now. And so for me, right, it was like agonizing until I got the theme for next year's friendly. Because then I can focus on next year and I don't have to just sit and pine over this year. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can I can move on a little. I texted you the theme you the moment Brian told me. Like, it, it he important. said it. I said, give me a minute. And I texted you. Because <laughs> like, I, I knew I was under instruction to do so. So already. But also I knew that that, was, that would be the light of your day. It really was. It's very good. <laughs> it's a good theme. Uh, yeah. So like it, I, I was psyched to have, you know, it, it was a lot better than other years where, 
like you wouldn't even know that Adepticon was happening right. other than like exactly what your friends were posting. So that yeah, was it was interesting to see how much of a presence GW had at Adepticon, right? And how they yeah. wanted to continue that going forward. I was going to say they better because <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, um, we'll get to the preview in a minute, but they did invite um, podcasters and whatnot to, to play some kill team. So JF and I got to play the laser tag kill team, which was tons of fun. Um, it was more fun than it had any right. Exactly. To I, yeah. I had very low expectations. I see here, here was my original plan was I was going to sign up for it, drink a lot and go play drunk. And I thought that was going to be, that's this is going to be fun. If the late, if, if I start believing the lasers are real. Sure. Um, and if, if I can start screaming the hormigons are coming in the middle, like <laughs> that's peak laser tag for me. Um, but I was not drunk because I s- drank surprisingly little this Adepticon. Mm-hmm. Like ha- my, my drinking buddies weren't there, so uh, I was mostly with the sober crew. Yeah. And and also uh, it, it was part of, like of this other thing, like Matt said. But it was still a lot of fun. Objective based laser tag needs to happen more. See, and, objective based gaming is where it's at. I'm it a is. big fan. Big fan, and not even that, but they made the the Imperial Guard, the Death Corps, and the Orcs slightly differently, right? So Orcs have more health, but their guns are a little less Orcing. accurate. And, yeah, they're <clears throat> right. Rather than it being a, a pinpoint reload. shot, it was like a circle of shots, which is really cool. But you had weight, and the Orcs had way more ammo, but it took them longer to reload. So it it, it felt very that's so cool. And and the the guns, you know, the the taggers were very hefty, like they felt like. A big orky gun, and they look like they these were props. Oh yeah, for sure, so was great. Cool. And they they weren't all the same, right? Some of the orcs guns had like the ammo hanging out on a belt. Some had a clip. They all had little different gubbins on them. So it was great. Man. So yeah, they they kind of nailed that. That's <laughs> awesome. It, I so was now, I mean, so that that opens up the possibility of whatever the current kill team setting is for next year like we have you know zappy dark eldar guns or something oh for sure i mean it's possible i mean it's also possible that the initial investment to i mean that's also fine they might want to stretch that a few years i mean that's fine yeah i'm fine with that too yeah still cool still cool yeah and i think it it got enough of a reception that if they wanted to they could run more than one arena at the same time um but yeah, that was... I, I didn't notice how popular it was, but I bet it was popular. Like it's, it was it's a good way to break up your day. Be- and it was nice because, you know, you could sign up, buy a ticket on the Adepticon registration, but you could also just walk up and if you wanted to play, right, they try and find a team for you. So, Love it, it. and it seemed pretty full throughout the weekend. And they kind of did, um, so they invited all the, like all the podcasters and whatnot to play and we did a little tournament and the winners, everybody on the team got a kill team box, right? But they did the same thing for people. People like just regular attendees could sign up and do a little tournament and everybody on the winning team got a kill team box as well. I didn't know that. That is very cool. I mean, I didn't want to win because I've got way too many commandos. And my problem is if I get 80 commandos, I will. will, You will kill them. Yeah, Yeah, I will. (laughs) I see nothing wrong with that. Ah, man, my my schedule is Other stuff, other stuff. 
busy. <laughs> I bought a gargantuan squiggeth. It ain't going to paint itself. Its little paws can't hold the brushes. <laughs> and I don't believe there is any additional cost for doing that tournament, right? So if you were a Warhammer oh, subscriber, you could just oh, sign right. up and play. Or you pay, I think it was like 5 or $10 if you weren't a Warhammer Plus subscriber to play. So... Really cool that they did that. Um, really good presence at Adepticon. And, of course, the first night we had the preview, which led off with some... They actually did a little trivia, which was a lot of fun. Um, so the trivia was Primark-focused. And, you know, the first ones were actual questions like, you know, what is this person's Primark's nickname, blah, blah, blah. But then it was like, did Magnus do anything wrong? Yes. <laughs> Perhaps. Maybe. No. And the right answers were yes and no because there's no indecision in the Imperium. Yeah, as as much as like Primarch lore isn't what I'm I'm you know most um, interested in, uh, and I really wanted to get to the preview as fast as possible. It was still interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's better than just sitting there, it. you know what I mean? Yeah, it was like a nice. Like little... it's at the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, ten, yeah exactly. A little ten minute. And we were voting on our phones, etc. It was like it was exactly yeah, like so when you go to cool. movie theater. And three people got to win things. Like the three people that were on top won. One of them won a was it a horse fig? Yeah, Primark horse fig. fig. Yep. A horse fig, and the others won some exclusive objectives, I believe. Yeah. So, so what they cool. so what they released at AdeptCon is they had those. You know, a lot of places you can buy the neoprene objectives that have like the bubble around them that shows when you're actually on the objective. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They have faction specific objectives like that what? and also some generic ones right so the the first second and third people get a set of those objectives which is really cool um they i bought a set at the warhammer store and they're really nice they're good neoprene i didn't because i was already buying a lot <laughs> had other things. oh we'll talk about the forge world debacle of course because that was the whole thing um but well, yeah so it's not debacle. it was a little bit um, but okay. so it was, yeah, they did a little mix of like just fun questions and actual real questions. So that was fun. But then we got into the actual preview. And now, Amy, you got to watch it online. I watched online, which I, I they didn't just stream the preview from there, which had been kind of what I was expecting. Yeah. No, um, they dragged Adam Troke and Wade Price out of bed at two o'clock in the morning local time and they were real sleepy because adam's got a new baby so yeah. he's not sleeping anyway and wade is wade and um I, they were very sleepy the chat was not and so they, they were like all right everybody just uh they had some audio issues because it's two o'clock in the morning and nobody is really top of their game um but it was fine like it was fine that's um, okay we had audio issues at the preview too and uh and Wade, oh, Wade's a soft-spoken guy most of the time. And at <laughs> 2 a.m., he's just real quiet. And it was, it was honestly, it was great. I was like, this is fantastic. I enjoy this. Like, I'm in my jammies. I feel like they should be in their jammies. And we can just, yeah, just talk you. about some Warhammer together. That seems <laughs> all right. Like, with a Warhammer preview, ASMR edition. Yeah. Ooh. Very nice. Yeah, it was just real, just real chill. Like even the lights were not, you know, it was like the studio was not as bright as it usually is. You know, it was like we're just gonna everybody be calm. 
going to be fine. So, and right off the bat, they get, let us see some more of Necromunda Ash Waste. I... Now, here's the thing that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel about a Necromunda expansion having more new Tyranid figs than the <laughs> latest, the next Tyranid release. I mean, to be fair, it's it's its own game. It's a standalone. We did get that information. That is true. That is true. But, I mean, it's expanding on the setting. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. There. Uh, <laughs> Fix yeah. it. Yeah, all right. So, um, the... The House of Iron and their Doom Buggies are great. Like, they're great. They're fine. But they pale in comparison (laughs) to the Wastelanders on the Bugs. On the huge mutant fleas. They're just on big sand fleas. Um, Which, it's it's just so Dune, right? Except instead of riding around on giant sandworms, we're just going to ride around on real big fleas. Um, And then the terrain... I was like, oh, no. No, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, that terrain is fantastic. Terrain is so good. I remember when I started playing Warhammer, um, terrain was painting up if you were ambitious. I have the book. I have the oh. Games Workshop How do right. games Build Your oh. Terrain book. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, I'm going to make some uh, some cisterns and gonna, gonna, I'm just going to paint some beer cans. Yeah. Uh, when the kids are there, I'm just going to pretend they're soda cans. And that's <laughs> it. Like, this is this is what I'm doing. And now. Here's how you just... make a hill with some foam. Oh, yeah. Here's how to make <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My make favorite, and I think the book you're referring to has that, like, in the first few pages, like, you can, of course, make some terrain by putting, uh, stacking up some books and putting some felt over it. Yep. 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 Of course. I've done that. Uh, it's so like we've come a long way, baby. Now it's like, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna try to mix some of my zone mortalis with these necromunda things. <laughs> so elaborate. Yeah, that and that terrain is is fantastic. I mean, you know, obviously it fits in the ash waste because it comes in that box, but I could also see doing some underwater stuff with that too. Are you oh. kidding? I can see I can see this being turned into some crude huts. Like there's oh, for sure. so much to do. Yeah. And of course, amazing. as we know, every kit is an orc kit. So. Yeah, <laughs> always, <that>. always. <laughs> um so as you know, we get to see the the flea riders and the dune buggies, and as we were told at the preview, every faction in Necromunda will be getting their own vehicle, but there will also be generic vehicles that any faction can use. Love it. And I imagine those will probably hopefully come out a little earlier than, you know, having to wait for every faction to get their own. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably. I mean, because that's sort of how most of these things yeah. kind of go. Yeah, that makes sense. And the the oh. Nomads models are, are fantastic. They're a little little Jawa-ish, little Tuscan Raider-ish. Yeah, little little uh Doom little, Fremen. Yeah, little Doom Fremen, little Mad Maxi. Everything uh-huh. you could want in your in it's your everything you wasteland want. gang. <laughs> That live out it's literally depending on what color you give them and how much weathering they have will determine what what faction they're uh, they're inspired by yeah um there are also there are the the vehicle dice mm-hmm. and um yeah they look an awful lot like um um gaslands <laughs> Which, oh, that's true. <laughs> if you haven't played Gaslands, Gaslands. Oh, so much fun. It's very good if you've got Warhammer bits. 
because you just get a uh, you get some matchbox cars, you glue some Warhammer bits on it, you have a good time. I my I know my brother bought a whole bunch of uh, of Gaslands uh, tokens and he's got the books, so it's definitely not out of the realm of possibilities that I will be. Oh, we should do that for next year. Put it on no, the list. I I mean maybe because I feel like we've got we're gonna do a lot next year at yeah, the con. I want to play some tiny planes against you. We need to yeah. do at least one 40k game because we've never done that. I know. Which is a crime. We're 40k <laughs> radio, and you, neither, none of us have played 40k together. True. No. We've played Underworlds. That's about it. We have. Underworlds good. That's my favorite. Anyway, so yeah, um, Necromunda Ashways looks. <sighs> and there's templates. I'm, all right, I'm gonna. We look, something. Yep, old school, old school, old templates. school, old templates. school orange. Yeah. I still have my third edition ones kicking around somewhere. They're all cracked though, but I'm gonna uh, say something a little controversial. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. You? <laughs> <laughs> I am like I'm glad it exists. I but I'm not that jazzed about Ash Waste. And here's why. It's because I still feel I feel like I owe OG Necromunda. Mm. I mean, yeah. A few games before I get oh, into for Ash sure. Waste. Like, yeah. I, can't, I can't play Ash Waste. I haven't even, like, I haven't even played with the, the OG Necromunda. It, it feels wrong. I know, but I, I can still be happy about Sand Fleas. Oh, no. I am, yeah. I'm super happy about them. it. And But here's the thing, like, um, it motivates me to get into Necromunda faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But it makes me look at my Necromunda stuff and go, I need to reprioritize that so I can get into Ash Waste. And I know I can play Ash Waste alone. Right. I don't want to because <laughs> I have problems. <laughs> looks looks to be a, a pretty hefty box similar to the Dark Uprising box we got for Necromunda with – um. Yeah, the Escher, the Deloc, and a bunch of Tron, yeah, yeah. too. So probably expect around that same price point, which I think was, what, 250 ish But um, so. yet there's a lot in this box, and I think it will be well worth the value. If Necromunda is your yeah. thing. Or if it's not, yeah. try it out. Who doesn't like sand fleas? <laughs> I am, I'm also very curious about what comes after. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, t- typically, you know, you'll see some expansions in that area so i wonder what else they'll have for ashways besides more vehicles right interesting mm-hmm. to see i could see uh a big train terrain piece that'd be kind of cool but oh. we'll find out now uh i think unfortunately during the preview the underworld's reveal was the least enthusiastic of all the reveals from the audience i was so excited however well, i think okay Let's let's be fair about one thing for the uh, underwater review. They didn't have the sound for the narration. That is true. Uh, yeah, that would really that would be tough. Um, so, yeah. yeah. No. So I, it was at this point, right? So I'm like live tweeting, watching this, right? Which I, I, our timings were not obviously like in sync, right? right? Between what was happening there and what was happening on on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching this, and I was like. Like, cause the Ashways, right? Originally, I was like, "Oh no, that's cool." You know, I like the, the, the Wastelanders. Like, that's they've got a cool, cool aesthetic. I'm into that. You know, I'll check it out. Um, and then obviously, Underworlds is my favorite game. And so then these guys, and I was like, 
heck yeah super zombies i'm in and like the the leader dude is super creepy and mm. and then like the thing we'll talk about next came on and i was like they're killing me like what <laughs> what are they doing <laughs> and i'm like sitting here in the dark in my living room at my computer in my pajamas being like i'm all alone and i have no one to be excited with me <laughs> You know, I feel that I feel a bit of responsibility. I should have probably. That's the thing. Like we couldn't do it simultaneously. No, I like, was it's just, not. It's yeah. not like I could get you on the phone and we could chat about it at the same time. Because, no, because I wasn't uh, seeing the same thing you were. No, oh I mean, man. I texted that's, you, but <laughs> don't don't you dare miss it. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is a very cool looking the Exile Dead for. Uh, Underworld Tarot Deep, very neat looking war band. Get like sort of a Frankenstein kind of thing going on. Frankenstein yeah. zombies. Um, Underworld is a game I sh- I need to get back into because I haven't played it in a long time. Such a big game. I but... need to get into it again and uh, start looking at those um, balanced like yes, that's yeah, what I need to do too. Those yeah, the rival spice, I... I think they call them. Yeah. I feel that's going to make for a better experience for me because I, the part I hate about, not hate, like the part I'm not good at and dislike about games like like Underworld is I don't like deck building. It's I don't like deck building, but I don't mind it with this game for some reason. I mind it less. Yeah, it's it's not so much like I don't mind deck building. It was just the point where that you know we got what 25 expansions yeah there's good cards right. in, in and I mean, half of them right and that's the thing right is like if i want to play with you guys i don't want to play my deck that i have every single expansion so i have yeah. an endless number of like even with the rotations you know what i mean which was the smartest move they ever made yeah for sure um you know even with set rotation like i have way more resources like i don't want to do that but i love being able to like i can buy the deck be like all right well you know, when I play with you guys, I can just pull out that deck and we'll play that and they'll be balanced and it'll be great. Yeah, I think that'll just fall to my superior deck. <laughs> I think that was a good, a good move on their part. Um, they did say on uh, on the uh, on the Twitch stream, uh, they did say they were aggro with an option for flex. So mm. that is my ideal playstyle. So I was pretty psyched about that. An aesthetic I like and a playstyle I like. Let's go. Well, Impossible. I knew you would like the aesthetic because Impossible. zombie, like Steve. Yeah, Punk no, zombies. mad scientist. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, got a lot of hands on her belt. His belt, but I don't know. A lot, so a lot of the stuff that you said after about aggro flex, uh, like, I. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's good. It. That's my play. <laughs> Move forward, bash heads. That's the uh, that's the play. I I I don't know if I'm good at it, but I do like um, I do like having one big guy with a bunch of little useless yeah, morons so again <laughs> around him. I have a lot of fun with that. Then we moved on to 40k, and you were all tricked by the original preview, which was, it was so it was good because I nights. was I did the thing right, and I was like, okay, yeah, look at this guy. Great, the Imperium. Look at it. Oh no! They scratched into the front of that knight. Oh, he's having a bad day. Oh boy! Now, can I say that this was probably my favorite part of it because I like I have a penchant for Games Workshop tricking people. Yeah, they like <laughs> they do that. 
Um, I like that the way they did it is cruel. So cruel. It <laughs> yeah. was very good. <laughs> and here's like, it, it was so well done that me, a notoriously not enthusiastic chaos player and someone who doesn't really, I'm, I'm, I mean, knights are fine. Like, I have one yeah. for my admec, but, like, I'm not collecting knights. Like, I saw that and I went, I want to do this. <laughs> I was not expecting um, all the birdie boys. I yeah. I wanted to make, I, I think I tweeted something about, like, get them off, get them off. <laughs> get them off me, get them off me. Help, why won't nobody help? <laughs> He had so many birds on him. Uh, we should probably talk, say what we're talking about. We're talking about the Abominant, which is the psychic chaos knight model yes. that has just the biggest tusks. They're nice so little, good. Nice little whip tail. And he's got little teeths in there. Like if you look at his helmet, there's oh, yeah. like, he's got yeah. little teeths. He's got a mecha tendril arm. Oh. Tail. He's got, what is it, a Volkite. Like heavy something. Titanic Volkite thing going on. Yeah, it's he. It, he just looks badass, and he he comes with an actual banner, like a cross mm-hmm. banner. Um, I mean, if you're a, if, if anybody you know, like guys, I don't know if you or anybody, uh, if if you guys know anyone that's into demon engines, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you should let them know about this because mm-hmm. I I think that'll be their jam. Yeah. <laughs> um and. Uh, there's the little war dogs. A little boy. Those are the guys that really freaking dumb did face. it for me. Yeah. Oh my god, his dumb is face so is so good. <laughs> oh, he's it's so so fun. He's got a little missile launcher on his back, <laughs> claws and things. I like the armigers to begin with. I yeah, have I a do few too. I need to paint for my ad mech, but I don't know. Like this, this. I'm not a chaos guy. I, I usually I get annoyed mm-hmm. when there's too many spikes and skulls, but those mm-hmm. guys are just mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome aboard. Uh, it yeah. starts. I've been corrupted. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's bound to happen sooner or later. Just with I mean, space rings, he's looking at chaos. Oh, man, Listen, like we don't even here, know him anymore. Cats and dogs and I know. Together. I know. <laughs> I know people are going to go like, oh, he's just a sellout. But you got to understand, like, even the stuff that I normally wouldn't like is so well done now mm-hmm. compared to before. And by the way, any, anybody that's like, oh, no, Jeff's got going soft. He's going to want some Space Marines and Chaos. And he's not going <laughs> to whine about anything. Don't worry. I'm going to whine later. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of stuff to whine about. But... There's always something for me to whine about. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, the Chaos Knights, and the thing is, like, they're releasing the Chaos Knights, uh, they're releasing him as an army box no. that will have an Abominant and, and war, uh, the War Dogs, and obviously a limited edition Codex, and probably other goodies, and, uh, but they're also at the same, not, I don't know if it's at the same time, I think it's at the same close. time, I think they're, they've said. Yeah, but they're releasing the, uh, the Imperial Knights Codex, so, there you go. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. You know, we know we have Tyranids next, and then looks like after that will be some some knight goodness from both Chaos and Imperial Knights, and they're also as of, of course as they mentioned Crusade rules in there for both these armies. Yes, which which makes sense because knights go on Crusades. Of course. The and only thing I, I was disappointed is ahead. there's there's no bit of a Imperial Knight pilot 
that yeah, I can put on that stand. Yeah, shield, like so. I'm just gonna have to make one. First of all, you you I don't. Mean, first know of all, that. we don't actually know because we that's haven't true. Seen that is true. We haven't seen the spruce yet. Like we haven't seen the spruce yet. But if it's not, I'll make <laughs> Frank did pause. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, edit yeah. it out, but no, I'm not opening the box to check. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fine. I am leaning on it like dramatically. <laughs> right. So yeah, no, there, there's no, uh, we, we don't know. We haven't seen the spruce yet, so maybe, maybe there is. And wouldn't it be awesome if there was? Oh, oh for sure. So good. Put those imperial knights in there. Probably. That'd be a, uh, that'd be so, a, uh, a, a big, big one on the, on the old bits market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give so, me that guy. Oh, speaking of bits market, I'm sorry. I'm doing a really stupid tangent. So Amy, um, yeah. you've, have you, you know about the, uh, the, um, uh, Age of Sigmar giant model and the cow, right? Yeah. yeah. You can get a cow from it. Yeah, I, I get the cow. All right. Now, have, keep the image of that cow in your head for a second. Okay. Yep. Now, imagine um, you you know what goblin fanatics are, right? I do. Yeah, so they're they're basically swinging at the end of a chain. They have this big yeah, the, the ball. <laughs> yeah. Now, someone for Golden Daemon replaced <laughs> yeah. the ball with, with cows. So good. It was amazing. Ah, that's great. Anyways, end tangent. <laughs> Find that image because, somewhere like, online. It's awesome. That was really I, cool. It's like I obviously, you know what I mean? Like I had a lot of interest in what Golden Demon looked like this year. Um, because even if I'd gone, like I, I didn't have anything ready, but, you know, obviously for next year. And uh, I, I did not see that. Like I've I've looked at a lot of stuff and no one has posted fanatic with cow and i'm well always... it's probably because it's not like it probably didn't have enough nmm or osl um the base wasn't sufficiently elaborate i don't <laughs> like there's 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 a long we'll list of reasons yeah we'll get to it but anyways golden demon had some good stuff um but we'll get to it so yeah um my biggest disappointment with the warhammer 40k preview is that there was no giant uh night-sized tyranid monstrosity yeah, yeah. Uh, i guess so we'll wait for that yeah that was kind of uh that we're not seeing anything big for for tyranids although again we we don't know right we don't have the codex yet um so I feel bowl. like they would have told us by now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, but it could always be, you know, kind of like we said, any of those expansion books come out, right? There could be a... a that's the thing. Like, the, it doesn't I mean, mean we have to wait when, until another class. Uh, that's when Bellacore came out. Yeah. Yeah. So... Fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers crossed. I'm 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 hoping. I, I, I'm still putting my money on Lictors being part of a Kill Team box. Yeah. Plastic lictors. Mm-hmm. That's mm. anyways. So yeah, forty k. I didn't like. I, I I went in there kind of expecting it wouldn't be turned things. The hint they given us was like for Imperial Knight. So I was not excited, and I <laughs> I left going. Do I want to trick someone into buying some Imperial Knights for me to fight with some Chaos Knights? Is that our crusade? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, whatever. Like fine. You, you win again, Games Workshop. For Blood Bowl, we got to see the Norse team coming out, which has a, a contender for a model of the year. Mm-hmm. Wait, there was a Norse? There was a whole team around those? I, oh, all I, yeah. I saw were... I mean, if, if the pigs come separately, the beer pigs come separately, I'll just buy a bunch of blisters of those. But yeah. 
if yes so the norse team great sculpts more importantly beer pigs beer pigs with one with a tiny helmet, helmet. yep <laughs> they're real cute they're i have awesome. no interest in blood bowl but man i i actually i really like the the norse models they look really cool yeah they are are really nice and um <clears throat> a small tangent story um one of my friends who lives in California regularly plays Blood Bowl, and he ordered from Games Workshop a Blood Bowl troll from Forge World. And what he got in the mail was a Blood Bowl Yeti, which has not been released yet. <laughs> Don't know how that happened, but I assume we'll see some team support. <laughs> Someone, Someone someone's in trouble. <laughs> but yeah, so um, the pig, the pigs are great. The team looks very nice sculpts. Um, Good to see that Blood Bowl is still getting support, and there's actually quite a lot of uh, fanfare for these at the previews. Yeah, no, psyched for the people for whom this is. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, my brother used to be really big into Blood Bowl, so I was, like, kind of curious about his impression, and um, I can't remember what he said. I think it was something along the lines of, yes, it's cool, but still not playing Blood Bowl. Yeah, I mean, my problem with Blood Bowl is my local Blood Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, you know how it is. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I tried to play in a local Blood Bowl league, but they have such a compressed time frame for it. It was like you have to play eight games in in five weeks. Like, That's not gonna happen. Like if you and if you say the words Blood Bowl like three times in a game store, they just appear. You guys, <laughs> like, they just you guys appear play with Bowl? their bags. Like, oh, we playing. <laughs> The biggest problem is that they appear with their bags and then they pull out a Blood Bowl board and a bunch of third-party miniatures. Yeah. 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 And then they proceed to complain how long they didn't get any support. <laughs> um, however, Blitz Bowl is a great mini Blood Bowl experience that I, actually does only play in like half an hour, but it's only available at Barnes & Noble. Um, one thing that my brother did get, however, is the Dungeon Bowl. Oh, yes. I'm Which I hope he paints that. up so that we can play, because that looks kind of wild. It's like Blood Bowl, but more crazy, which is great. We saw some, uh, for Age of Sigmar, we saw the next realm being focused <laughs> on, which is Thondia, the realm of beasts, and we get to see a big skeleton beastie in some terrain. That thing is cool. That, like, endless spell thing. Yeah. I love the idea of endless spells. I like they give a sentient endless spell. That's yeah. kind of wild. Yeah, they were in the preview that you know they were saying that if the wizard who summoned it dies, it's just going to go crazy and start. It'll it acts like a monster in the game, which you know what that means. Basically, the monster could attack either player any turn. Perfect. I love stuff like that. It's like orcs, right? It's like yeah. roll to see what your weapon does. Oh, good, it exploded and killed everyone. Back, back when back when Warhammer was a rank and foul game, I always loved playing Night Goblins because you just throw fanatics out and see what happens. Yeah, just hope. Sometimes I kill myself. Sometimes I kill you. Sorry. That's the fun thing about the goblins in Underworlds too, because um, yeah. there is the fanatic with the scatter token thing, and you roll dice, and then you you decide how it moves based off of your dice rolls. Like you you roll four, you pick three, and you can do them in any order and. It's really, that is a really fun one. I haven't played them in a long time because they are very unpredictable. <laughs> That's why I use um, Goblins and Blood Bowl because I'm just as likely to kill myself with my chainsaw as you. <laughs> I, I think there's like two 
there's two types of uh, of games workshop players, right? Yeah. You have people who really like unpredictable things and those who need to know what's going to happen six <laughs> yeah. moves in advance. Yeah. <laughs> I can't keep track of what's happening six moves in advance, so it might, <laughs> it might as well be. Well, real. neither can I, but I play orcs. Yeah. There you go. You I'm not supposed to. Yeah. And we also saw Alrock the Drowner. <sighs> God damn. I like So I like the writer guy that's in the the box that's coming out with the daughters of Kane mm-hmm. and the night haunt. And then they show this one and I'm like, come on. And then, all right. So I, Adam gave some extra lore that I don't know if you guys heard about it. We didn't get so there's um, right. So like there's all the ghosts that are coming up and trying to climb into the boat and they've got their coins for the ferryman because they're trying to become night haunt so that they don't just evaporate oh. into the ether. Like they're not night haunt yet, oh and I was like, God, that's, "That's so, so cool! Great. It's so dark. I love you, it." Yeah, and you can see, like, in their hands, they have their yeah, coins. Yeah. He just he told us that, you know, in, li- in life he was a ferryman who would just drown people instead of take them across. But oh, that's pretty good. That is, this yeah, no. So these the, the ghosties yeah. are are want to be night haunts so that they don't very cool vanish into uh, oblivion. I think the model is absolutely fantastic. It's stunning. It's so good. Like that is like there, there's models that are game pieces, and then there's models that are just pieces of art. And like I want to see someone do it for Golden Demon next year. Mm, like yeah, I, I, want, sure. I want, I want, I, I want, I want six people to try it so I can yeah. pick my favorite. Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, I'm not gonna steal it. Yeah, but maybe not because actually won't. that that would go in a category <laughs> that I'm going in. So maybe. Maybe actually not. I was gonna say, well, why don't you do it? But that's you're no. going in those categories because you've got a plan. Because I already. have a model. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the year okay. after, maybe. Who knows? And of course, Dex was probably what was considered the biggest reveal is a new edition of the Horus Heresy with a certainly the saltiest reveal. That too, but also <laughs> a very a very nice trailer that they did for that. That was cool. Yeah, Listen, really cool. the trailer was a hundred percent more interesting than the fact that they're <laughs> doing more horror heresy. Yeah. Now, I I will say, I mean, I am like I notoriously do not care about space marines or very specifically the horror heresy because it is oops all space marines. Um, but I do like a beaky boy. Mm. I do. Yeah, I think so, they're pretty. They're pretty fun. So they sort of you know they're moving on. A little bit in the Horus Heresy with with some new models um, based around Mark Six armor and a new box set, a new a new edition. And as they said, it's not just um, you know ninth edition changed to be for Horus Heresy. It's they're evolving the actual Horus Heresy rule set, which was based on seventh. So um, should still be a little bit of a different game. And I mean, I could see myself painting up a Legion. A small army, but you know, it's not. Uh, it's not my. It's not. I would say that's uh, near the bottom of my hobby list of things to do. Yeah. Anything that's like rank three or lower might as well not be on my hobby list. <laughs> For sure. And this is definitely at the bottom. It's. Uh, it's it's this like it's a problem. The problem I'm seeing, first of all, like anybody that's been into Her- Horse Heresy for the past decade. 
these are just a bunch of new plastics and new rules. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'm, and I'm not saying, Oh, they're, they're not going to sell. They're going to sell. I'm just saying this is, if you think this is exciting, it means you love space Marines and I'm happy that you're excited, but trust me on an objective level, it's not that exciting. Well, it's kind of like that, right? Where the people that love horse heresy really love horse heresy and it, yeah, it does open up, you know, units that you don't necessarily get to use in 40 K. It just happens to be, oops, all space Marines. As you said. But that's the thing. It's like, like games workshop telling me we're going to have new units in the new rules. Like, so you're just going to have a 20, a 20 man unit of just heavy flamer dudes. Like they're just different flamers of more space Marines. It's not even like, oh, my my all space marines are going to be fighting this other different interesting thing because they're just fighting other <laughs> space marines. Other space marines. It's, I, it's I like don't... fighting over ice cream flavors. Like, all the ice cream flavors are good. It's cool. You don't have to pick just one. Yeah. But yeah. they are all ice cream. Exactly. But And that's the thing. Like, the joy that people around me at that reveal were expressing makes me glad they're doing it but it will take yeah you, know, you will have to pay me a you know, a retainer <laughs> for me to pretend that i think it's exciting <laughs> it's it's the same problem i have with uh with titanicus except at least titanicus has models that i can't paint for 40k yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, most of them. Well, yeah, well, you could. Tiny nights. Tiny nights. And um, so new edition coming. Um, and like I said, you know, it's I don't think it's really any of our thing. But if you're excited for it, I mean, I know there's, I know it is. Like we said, it's just space rings on space rings. But there's because of the large number of units, there's a bunch of different ways you can build your army. Yeah. Um. But I think it's cool that they're they're at least keeping it going because I know people have wanted this for a while. I'm sure there are plenty of angry people out there about the the minuscule change in scale. But that's what them to complain about. The thing is, if they hadn't, like let's say there wasn't a change in scale, it would be something else. At this at this point, we've reached uh, like oh, for sure. we've reached we've reached the, the point where they spin a wheel and one random fact about a reveal is going to piss them off. Yeah, and I've, I think I've said that before. It's like I don't mind people complaining about things. There is things to complain, but I feel that picking on something dumb like the change in scale so that they can have better detail on miniatures so they can be easier and more fun to paint. Um, blinds us, like it moves the conversation away from things that maybe we should have a conversation about. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I I think Games Workshop appreciates the actual feedback, like, oh, well, this doesn't make sense because of X Y Z. But no company, Games Workshop or not, if you, oh, well, that's dumb. Like they don't they don't care. So stop talking because nobody cares. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the best comment I so one of the things that was at Adepticon was they brought in a space marine right and it was the yeah like a, a statue of a space marine it was it was pretty big it was for all the painting classes it was the exact space marine you got in the painting class yep um mm-hmm. and you know the first time i saw somebody post it somebody the first comment was well it's not to scale <laughs> okay which, which okay. is hilarious it's still, because... a, it's still a six and a half foot tall space marine like i think oh, it was yeah. taller than six and a half feet <laughs> 
with the I'm, base. It yeah, came yeah, in but, five you know. boxes. I yeah. saw the the crates, and I was like, man, that is not inexpensive. Oh, to no, transport. The, the, exactly. the only the only way this thing was six foot five is if it was more crouched than I thought because. I'm six one, and there's no way, even without the base, that was only four inches taller than I was. Than yeah. I am. It was that, still big. Yeah, it, it yeah, was, it was massive. Huge. And but I was like, okay, you're you're that guy. <laughs> but so that's, that's the thing. Like that guy needs to no longer be given air to make sounds with. Yeah. And so, of course, Amy, you didn't experience this, but after at this point in the preview at <laughs> so time, many people left. So many people left, <laughs> and they went to Q&A, right? So people were asking their questions, you know, nothing uh, nothing really, you know, pertinent. Um, just, you know, what's going to happen with the other stuff for her, seriously, blah, 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 blah. Sure, but sure. the last question was, mm-hmm. when are Chaos Space Marines getting a second wound? Mm-hmm. And they almost cracked up on stage, because this was unplanned. Yeah. And they go like, oh, well, we have one more thing for you. <laughs> and they play the little teaser, which... Chaos Space Marines coming soon, getting their second wound. And we saw some flashes of uh, of other bits of models that will also come along with this. Yes. Which is very exciting. <sighs> and super fun. Like, I had kind of called it like, <laughs> yeah. for reasons. Like I, I, had, uh, I had reasons to call it. Um, but it was just so great to see so many people leave. Before yeah, that was that. hilarious. Like, did like, have they not learned? Have they never seen like, a GW preview before? Like, yeah. Or like, have they not been to an MCU movie? Like, that's what I was saying, right? right? Like, yeah. nobody leaves before the credits anymore. So that was the final part of the preview. Chaos Space Marines coming relatively soon with their extra wound and some neat new models. So lots of good stuff in the preview, as usual. Um... Jeff, anything else about your Adepticon experience? How was your team tournament? Um, we didn't do a team tournament. I apologize. I mean the Matt. Friendly. I mean the how? how I why are you? Why are yeah, you rubbing salt friendly. in that freaking wound? Yeah, salt in the wound. Um, the the friendly was the friendly. So okay, my experience at Adepticon this year was um so. I was supposed to do a team tournament, and I had planned my my painting schedule. In I'm going to do finish my team tournament stuff, and if I have time, then I'm going to do this crazy army I have an idea for. And then Amy couldn't come, so sort of switched to I'm only going to focus on that other army and do that, which is great. But because I thought I had so much more time, I became extra ambitious. <laughs> the the friendly theme this year was Spaceballs, the movie, uh, not the balls. And I decided to focus on this one scene where the bad guy who is a uh, Darth Vader uh, send-off called Dark Helmet, his ship goes beyond light speed and into ludicrous speed. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to make some speed freaks, some ludicrous speed freaks. And that means that to go to ludicrous speed, you need to go play a plaid. Like it's, it's the scene. Like it's, 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 it's Mel Brooks humor. Um, Ask your parents. Ask your your grandparents. (laughs) I am ancient. And I saw this movie when I was 11. Mm Mm-hmm. But so I decided I was going to paint all of my speed freaks plaid. 
every unit a different color of plaid, and I was going to put a lot of details inside those vehicles. And the whole idea was this is going to be 23 models, so it's going to be fast. But these are orc vehicles. So for every vehicle, I had between two and three dudes inside. So I wasn't painting any infantry, but I still wound up painting an extra 49 (laughs) (laughs) infantry type dudes. It took forever. I I promised myself I wouldn't paint at Adepticon. Not only did I paint at Adepticon, I painted until five and a half in the morning Thursday night. Got a solid two hours of sleep and dragged myself downstairs to play the game. Depressed! Thoroughly bummed because I had to rush finishing this, so I wasn't done. And if they're not done, in my mind, I cannot get the one prize I was hoping to maybe get with this, which was best painted. So I dragged myself down. I've got these unfinished figs. And here's the thing. like When you're painting plaid, and I wanted to do a video about this, never got the time. Um, I kept a lot of sub-assemblies because I wanted the most access to these pieces as possible, as well as access to the the, peop- no, the, the orcs and, and, and the Gretchens inside the vehicles because I wanted to put details on them. So I ended up with what I estimate at roughly 275 pieces of sub-assemblies. <laughs> <laughs> that I had to put together into uh, <laughs> I had to put together into oh, those those um those twenty three models, and I had a display board that I had to, that I'd finished up. Um, absolute kudos to my brother who helped do some of the um that in in the hotel room helped me finish putting some of the gloss varnish on the the, the water features and a bit of the dry brushing, and I, I got a lot of help from dry brushing. <laughs> Um, so that was it. That was the mindset. So I'm going downstairs. I'm already tired. I'm saying, this is my drunk event. I'm going to (laughs) die. And got into team pink because of course, uh, I got to do, so I was in line with uh, my friend, Eric, that was his first friendly and he wanted to be in team pink to get the team pink experience. Uh, what did, what did Eric play? Eric played Raven guards. Okay. Uh, no, so, so so I'm in line. I'm I've already like kind of rushed ahead. I cut in front of the line just so I to tell Jeff, Jeff, keep a team pink for me. And he went, yeah, no problem, don't worry about it. And he says, well, do you want to take it now? And like, there's this whole line. It's like I'm not gonna <laughs> You're like, kill me. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm gonna go in the back just to make sure there's a pink one for me. And I'm in line with my friend Eric. It's his first uh, friendly. So we get. To uh, we get in front of the line and I'm in front and because I'm with Eric I go, hey Jeff two in the pink, <laughs> <laughs> and from that moment on we were off to the races. <laughs> no. So um, <laughs> team pink did the team pink thing a lot of yelling. 
a lot of drinking. Um, oh I had basically two drinks per game, yeah. uh, which somehow did not get me nearly as drunk as I usually <laughs> get drunk. I think it's because this year I didn't have my flask of hard liquor with me. Sure. Um, but I did drink like a bunch of ciders. I, I got some like some rum and coke, and I, I got I got this. My second opponent, uh, I feel played a very cheesy army, but he did give me a spicy margarita that okay. makes up for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like that's like okay, right? It's not like the last Adepticon I went to when my opponent who brought the cheese army of the Eldar that all were cloaked and my orcs could not hit even if they wanted to. And this, this dude handed me a, 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 Jaeger a nip Meister. of Jaeger. And I'm oh, like, this is not, boo. no part of this is pleasant. Yeah. So anyway, so my, my games from a mechanical level were not great. My third game was fun because, well, first of all, I was playing a list. I had never played. I didn't know my units. I had to go through and just quickly look at the guns to see what they did. Uh, I forgot a massive amounts of rules. Like I thought my first opponent's list might have been a bit cheesy because he had a bunch of rules, and then I looked at my own. Like, oh no, I, I, would, <laughs> yeah, no, I, have, oh, yeah, I have rules too. This, like none of this was on him. It's like this whole thing where he is like he takes less wounds because um, because like they're big turned-in monsters. I have that exact rule called Ramshackle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know. Um, so yeah, from a mechanical standpoint, like wasn't great. I did learn a lot i find tournaments <laughs> this is a dumb thing like a lot of people think oh i need to go to tournaments to win i go to tournaments to learn my army because you got like a handful of games and you're gonna go from <laughs> ignorant to knowing at least a little very quick that was the last team tournament uh when our friend tony was on our team tony and i played together round one of day one and we played <laughs> together again round one of day two and uh it was like playing different armies the second day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, he goes, look, I got a lot of rules. Like, that's great. Let's go. So yeah, no, that's exactly it. And I, so now I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to finishing painting my models and playing more games with them because it is a fun army. Um, and. <laughs> Despite a lot of people telling me you're going to get best, paint, best painted and me not believing them, I did in the end get best painted for it. Yay. Because that was a lot of plaid, guys. It was a lot of plaid. So much plaid. I, I'm pretty sure I put that idea in your head, and I'm a little sorry, but also <laughs> definitely not. I think – no, I, I here, here's what I think happened, and I, I, I think you can probably corroborate I came up with the idea as something stupid that I shouldn't do, mentioned it to you, and then you enabled me. Well, I think I had mentioned how I, I, because, I mean, we always try to do extra stuff, right? And so I yeah. had mentioned something about, because I am not a big fan of Spaceballs, but I had mentioned something about how I could wear plaid. And I think that that is how things sort that of could have been escalated. That could have been. Oh, and then you did say I should definitely not do this. And I said, you absolutely should. <laughs> Come on. It's only 23 models. Yeah. No, <laughs> no problem. Whatever you Gee. do, don't pick the ones that are good, though. I didn't. Like, I, no, I know. This, this is the one thing I did do. Like, a lot of people were looking like this. Oh, that's a lot of buggies. How is this a friendly list? I do not have a Rucka Truck the, Squeak the buddy. The good one. There. Like, I don't have the good one. Back off. 
So yeah, I mean that the the friendly was great. Like got to hang out hang out with a lot of uh, the usual players, but I did feel it was a little tamer. Um, uh, your absence, Amy, was definitely yeah. a factor. Um, yeah. I was are, so happy when everybody was like sending me pictures and texting me from the friendly. I don't think I My did people. it as much as I should have. Really I was very busy. busy. I was very busy losing. Uh, but I I did try to get Jeff to send you a bandana, but he had already. Yeah, uh, he had already. It was like for, like it was prior to round one. Like there's no way, or like it had to have been maybe right after round one had started. Like it was first thing, and he was like, "Yo, I I bet it's like he probably thought about it the minute I told him you weren't there because he asked me, "Hey, is it where's Amy?" I said, "Well, she couldn't come this year." It's like, and he probably immediately jumped on his yeah. phone. And and just that, like that little episode is like we keep talking about it's playing drunk, but it's no, no that the idea like that one of the organizers would go through the trouble of having you yeah. know taking care of one of his longtime players that is. The absolute heart of what the friendly is about. Yeah, I mean that's the Depticon, really. And yeah, no, that's true. You're absolutely right. <sighs> so Matt, how was your Forge World experience? Well, so my one Adepticon regret was that I did not get to see your army in person because I was playing. I a... offered that we play a game, but you're right. I know. I know. That time. Yeah, yeah, we were on. We were crunched for when we played Aeronautica, but um, on Friday I played in a. Marvel Crisis Protocol team tournament, which was a lot of fun. Um, my original partner, who I met on a Discord, uh, texted me 20 minutes before and said, I can't come, I'm too drunk. Um, <laughs> so I pulled somebody off the sidelines and we played, and, and we got third place, which was fun. But, <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but it's... It's the first time they did it, and the the time wasn't enough, right? There was, there was literally no time between rounds, so I did not get to see your army. Um... Which was unfortunate. I there, it's not impossible. That I bring it back next year just yeah. to do some open gaming with it. I don't know. We'll see. I did play in a Titanicus doubles event on Saturday, which actually was a lot of fun. So the way they do their Titanicus stuff um, is it's not really a tournament. It's just you know you you play if you're a loyalist play against a trader or vice versa, and you report how many points you get at the end, and then just over the weekend they just keep tally of the points. And I guess they have a website where they have a narrative going, and it's it seems pretty pretty intense, but it was a it was a lot of fun. Um, my friend and I had only played one game of Titanicus apiece, and the people we played against had only played three, Excellent. which was great. So we played our first game, and we worked through some stuff, and then you know, like I said, it doesn't matter who you play, so we just played them again the second time, and. First game we got through two turns. Second game we got through four. So there you go. Yeah. Um, hoping I can find people around here to play more of Titanicus because I enjoy that game. And there's some folks I think down the Boston area that actually do play. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. So <laughs> the so the first day when the vendor hall opens, you know, we everybody goes and gets in line at GW, and. Um, there's the store to the left, and then there's the registers. Uh, the registers on the left, the store to the right. So you shuffle off, you go into the store to look for stuff, and you get in line to go to the register. And when you get to the front, you find out, oh, the Forge line is actually over there. This is not... They had it separated this year, where Forge is different from the regular line. Um, I saw JF go to the register, and, and I saw them pointing over somewhere else. And I, saw, <laughs> I saw the look of disappointment on your face. 
Well, the, the thing is, like, I by the time I got to the register, I had figured out that something was terribly wrong with where I was. Yeah. Um, it did allow me to buy a plush Nurgling. So. Oh, the best. He's so cute. He's sitting so by good. my desk. He's um he's on my shelf with all the rest of my plushies. Um, shut up! Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, but I, I I got the plushie and I got um like a fig and some some cards. But when I got to the register, I I knew I was asking a futile question, and I said, "This is not where we order Forge Royal." He says, "No, you have to get in that line." And I yeah. turn, and I see this. It wasn't as long as it eventually was gonna get, but yeah, I did sure. quick. I did hastily finish uh, paying so I could get my ass over there, and then it was like a forty-five minute wait. Yeah, after spending probably an hour and a half just to get through the retail line, I decided I'll just order my Eldar planes online once the new ones yep. come out. I'll just yep. do it there. Well, here's the good news, uh, Matt, because let's say theoretically you would have gone in line for the Fortral stuff, and you would have gone in line after me. Yeah. So maybe you would have done an hour, an hour, or 15 minutes of waiting in line, and then you would have gone to the guy and have said, I'd like some uh, Eldar planes. And he would have said, oh, we didn't bring any aeronautics. And you would have walked oh, away. Because yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's all I was interested in. I didn't need any other Forge World stuff. <clears throat> I, however, had other plans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, you did oh, grab yeah. the, one of the coolest Forge World models. I got my hands on a gargantuan squiggeth for my inevitable uh, beast snaggas. So, so and, and listeners that have seen uh, that, that pay attention to our Facebook page may have noticed last year when I converted a Trogoth to serve as a Beast Snaga um, Death Dread, and I've started painting some Beast Snagas uh, from when, when they released. Well, my my gift to myself, my reward for when I have a playable army of Beast Snagas is to paint them, to give them the grand gift of a Squiggoth. A gargantuan square. They'll be so happy. He's it's ah, they will be. They're gonna dance around the shelf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a good model. Oh, so good. I don't know why I had in my mind it was a really old model, and I was kind of expecting it to be, you know, a little, yeah, you yeah. Know, rough here and there. No, it's so good. Amazing. So yeah, I like, <laughs> just walked away uh, <laughs> like Agnes and Despicable Me. It's like hey, he's so scaly. I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good and he's a, he, here's the thing too about him um i expected like each leg to be its own pace and uh no no <laughs> the legs and the main body are one mm. solid massive brick of resin i oh. have built some of the biggest malls for to has to offer and that is the biggest single chunk of resin, resin i've seen yeah, yeah. for sure so yeah, and and I also got um I got myself a um an orc me- uh, what's it called mega dread mega death dread or whatever yeah uh, mega like I wanted a mega dread but the mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow somehow the uh, through uh, through all the the noise he didn't hear I wanted a mega dread he heard a mecha dread I don't know how you make that error <laughs> yeah. they're not that similar. Um, <laughs> So I got the Mecha Dread. I only noticed later, and 
then I needed to buy arms from. They didn't have them the first day. I went the second day. They had it. They had the arms. So I got the arms. I got the body. And I asked them, like, do you, do you guys have a Mega Dread? And said, no, we just brought Mecha Dread. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to make my peace <laughs> with like this. This is fine. fine. <laughs> well, the Mecha Dread has a rule where it repairs vehicles. And um, I'm going to run him with the rest of my speed freaks. So it's fine. Yeah, there you go. Still works. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Like, he can repair some of my buggies. So that's my Fort World experience. Um, very cool. Did you... Um, then JF and I played Aeronautica on Sunday. Yeah, yeah JF, fresh off three games <laughs> of Aeronautica, me not having played in three years. Two, two. I, I had played oh, two, two, two games yeah. the evening before, but I did play maybe another another two games or three games before that at home. So I had more experience than you. And, <laughs> and I, also, JF's <laughs> dice were on absolute fire, and yours yours were you were good at hitting bad. I at couldn't wounding. damage anything though. Yeah, yeah. and it, when they say you know Aeronautica is a game where not a lot of stuff is going to blow up, just don't don't play JF, and then that will be true. <laughs> well, it's it's. It's not that not you're. It's not that you're never gonna kill things. It's just that it's you're rolling, True. usually like at best fives to hit. Like you're playing orcs all the time, yeah, so sure. you're not blasting a handful of planes off the uh, out of the sky every round. It's right. a, it's a little more tactical than that. Yeah, and um, it, I I was glad to be able to play again, and I need to paint up other forces so i can suck other people around here into play. Uh-huh. oh absolutely like i need i need to the, it, rules wise it is easily the one of the best games i've played for miniatures oh yeah and it is games workshop's best game best system it was very very elegant very easy to learn it's simple to learn and hard to master Ooh, like monopoly uh yeah <laughs> i think that's what it says in the box um is it oh. i don't know Probably. That's what all those old board games used to say. Um, did you get any other interesting stuff at Adepticon? Like uh, purchases? Um, I went very hobby. Like literally mm. the Def Dread and the Def Dread and the uh, Def Dread. The, the Mecha Dread and the Gargantuan Squiggas are literally the only two figs I purchased. Which is weird because I usually will buy a ton of figs at events. Uh, oh no! I also got like an event exclusive Necron yeah. because he looked neat. But usually figs are where it's at for me. Um, this time I went with a lot of hobby things. I got myself a, a spare. I got myself an entire set of paints from uh, Monument Hobbies um, at Amy's recommendation because. I love them so much. Yeah, and the, the attributes you told me about them were really things I was looking for. Yeah. And most of all, they have saturated colors, mm-hmm. which is something I can't find in Minter paints. Yeah. Like, they, everything's already mixed into another color. And, like, I have an arts background. Sometimes it's nice to have some pure colors to play with. Yep. Like, I like to make my own mixes. So that, that that's great. Uh, they have dropper balls that I don't think I'm going to hate. I love them. Because I, um, I normally hate dropper bottles, but these with their little, like, glue top. I mean, I will tell you, and I, like, you know, have your little paper towel. And so after you, you know, do your little drops and you close it, just, like, dab the end on the paper towel. Yeah. I, I, but even I then, it's not like glue, right, where 
Like, if you just let the paint dry on the end, that's fine. You just chip it off when you open the next time. Yeah. Love all, those all of that looks great. And um, what else did I get hobby-wise? Like, I, I got, like, uh, mostly things to, like, a, a, a new... Uh, a new sponge for my wet palette, <laughs> some uh, some new files, like all sorts of little gimmicky things that I have a hard time finding here and just prop that up. I'm trying to remember if I got anything else, but no, it's it's, it's it was all very much utility thing. I got these weathering pencils I'm going to use. So, yeah, I've, I've, it, it, this is one of Adepticon where I got a lot more experiences than purchases. Because I wasn't there being a bad influence. <laughs> I had true. bad influences there. Well, <laughs> um, so also, I, like, I was, a, I, I wanted to keep a somewhat res- reasonable budget. And when yeah. you start with a $600 fig, like... Yeah, fair, yeah. Enough. <laughs> yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I demoed a little little skirmish game called Relic Blade, which um, the gentleman, you know, he he's all self-produced. Um, and perhaps inspired by the Norse Blood Bowl team, I picked up the War Pigs faction. Nice. So... Uh, another one of my friends picked that up, so we'll give that a try. And actually, this year I picked up a couple busts too to uh, try and oh, nice, you know, try something different. I got um, it's from a fairly new company, Journeyman Miniatures. They just started right before COVID, right? So this would be their first Adepticon, um, and they do both fantasy and not just humans, right? So I got um, one of the busts is a Shinobi, which is a, a female, you know, Shinobi, and. Mm-hmm. The one I'm more excited about is Master Sulfur and the Red Troll. So it's a goblin wizard on the back of a troll. Nice. It's a bust, right? So it's like the you know waist up for the troll and, and the goblin yep. wizards on the back. So. so these are gentlemen that also have the uh, wolf people diorama, right? Yes. I wanted to get one of those so bad. And I kind of ran out of budget and ran out of sort of time but yeah, you man, have there's stuff already. Like, yeah, I, I have that's the thing. Like I have things and I can get those next year. Yeah. Um, yeah, that it was really cool that one that GF is talking about. It's four busts or little dioramas that all fit together and to make one diorama. That's so cool. Which is really cool. Um, and you know, I was looking at the scale seventy five stuff and they have some fantasy stuff, but it, it's a lot of it's not as dynamic as the stuff these guys had. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I expect a lot of paint stripping in my future. Yeah, buddy. So what else is there to talk about? <clears throat> I mean, I think that like wraps it up, doesn't it? I mean, we could chat a bit. Like the, the, the we did mention something about the the golden demons. The gold demon oh, yeah. winner was yeah. uh, polarizing. I mean, I am there for it. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, for sure. I, I was actually really psyched about that. Um, so it was a single skink, and it was one of the underworld's uh, skinks, in fact. And it was painted flawless flawlessly but yeah, there was no no freehand right all the nope. stuff that you've been seeing in recent years of like oh this guy doesn't say freehand clearly he's gonna win right this was not it was just a flawlessly painted miniature it, yeah like the the base was like some rocks with some grass on it like it was nice like it was beautifully done it did not detract from the model 
Um, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't extravagant. Uh, and I was psyched to see that. It it just kind of didn't need to follow any of the typical painting fashions. Yeah. Which was super refreshing because yeah. one of the reasons I've stopped doing painting competition is a mix of like the politics involved and the fact that you need to be painting what the com- community the, has yeah, decided everybody is going to be painting. Yeah. yeah. Like this year we're all doing NMMs. This year we're all doing pastels. Recently it's all been these um, – how, how could I describe it? Um, light-defying gradients. <laughs> it's always something and it's usually things that are like extreme edge highlights right yeah it's it's so like you get the i want to paint a cool fig well that gets lost in the mix like it's oh i want a tiny fig on a three feet tall uh display it's so having a, a fig win that ha- it has got a very nice display, it's a flawless display, but it's nice, it's modest, it's there to support the fig, not replace it. And like you say, like there's no no extravagant N- NMM. There's no like the only freehand there is is like this absolutely flawless glint on the tip of the spear. So good, yeah. Yeah. so precise, like. You, you you can put like you can uh, paint all the freehand you want. If you want an example of brush control, try getting six like perfect perfectly straight tiny lines of white on both sides. On yeah. both sides, <laughs> and just just flawlessly blended highlights and just yeah. a, a technically near technically if, perfect. Yeah, technically yeah. perfect. If yeah, perfect nature, which is. But, but the most important thing is the fig one. Yeah. Yes. Painting on the fig one. Yes. Yep. Not community pressure, not whatever's fashionable. And I think that's I don't want to say it's, it's a good like a move. Yeah, it's it's a good move and hopefully it sets kind of sets the tone for what we're gonna expect and get to see. Because if quality fig painting becomes the only criteria that means it explodes what we can expect to see yeah yeah like we're not just going to see three things repeated over a thousand figs we're going to see everybody try to take on their own personal interpretations and that is from an artistic standpoint that is good for art yes and i am glad that it is back it is golden demon um, you know, I mean, you can complain that it's GW only, but whatever, deal with it. Um, I mean, the, pl- there are other things like you yeah. can still do, you know, um, uh, creature casters, resin beast, or, you know what I mean? Like there are still other ones and yeah. I gotta say, and like GW miniatures, yeah, they're pretty varied. <laughs> like, yeah, there's, there's you, probably you something quite a bit. like, and I, I did not like the, the cool mini or not one simply because no. of the way that they write the 50% web line on anonymous web vote except every painter who's painting anything for has a blog for their competition piece right so, like... yeah but i i'm i thought you know i, I several times when i van looked in a lot of excellent painting um you know if you're out there and you've entered you know kudos to you for even taking that step to enter a competition um and i'm glad that what one which was yeah. a technically perfect miniature one rather than the you know we had been seeing before like i said like the 
the insane so freehand. Richard, Richard or... Gray's uh, Mortarian with the with the moth eyes, with the moth wings, with yeah. the eyeballs on them, and which are amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's incredible. But it's just like a little skink doing his very hardest. <laughs> doing his skink thing, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else from Adepticon, Jeff? I mean, I could spend like the entire night just talking about various little details here and there. And I'm sure we're going to stop and I'm going to remember, oh, I should have talked about this. And I should have talked about that. But all in all, um, it was – I went into Adepticon this year – apprehensive that it wouldn't be as good as usual and to be completely fair in many ways that are probably very personal to me it wasn't Mm -hmm. some of my best friends weren't able to make it including amy well amy at top of the list to be honest and like but also like my friend tony and a couple of other people um but adepticon has a way of filling the voids and although it's not a perfect replacement, I did get to spend a part of an afternoon with the anonymous tabletop guys just recording their podcast. And that was an absolute blast. I got to say no to Malort, which is one of my favorite <laughs> things to do. Um, God, that stuff. Oh, don't even say it. So and also, I was very worried about the fact that it was going to be a different event because of unprecedented <laughs> whatever. Like, I mean, just like this whole pandemic thing, I was very apprehensive about how, like the attitude that would people would have, but some people wore their masks. Most people didn't, but there was still this, a, a very polite attitude about it. No one, there was no, no tension about it. People yeah. were still, not always careful, but generally careful. Like if you were stepping away from people because it was too much of a crowd, people had a tendency to sort of do the same, like be able, become a bit more self-conscious. And basically everybody was still there for the same thing, for the same reason we all go to Adepticon, and it's to have a good time and see some like-minded hobby loving individuals and that still worked. It makes me look forward to next Adapticon where things were going to be even more back to normal. Yeah. Even more. Yeah. I feel the same way. It, you know, it was, I'll call it 85% of my usual Adepticon, but I know it was still great to be back in next year. I'm sure it will be even better. I'm going to well, go so hard next year. Okay. <laughs> So speaking of that, you know what Adepticon means? It means Hobby New Year, Hobby New which Year. we'll talk about in a future episode, what we're going to do for Hobby New Year. But for now, you know, feel free to share your Adepticon swag polls on on our Facebook page or our various social medias. Um, let us know what you're working on now and let us know what you're going to do for Hobby New Year. Otherwise, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhist Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhist Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs>